0: insert theme song here
1: welcome to your new favorite podcast a warped to remember i'm rachel i'm joined by i'm zoe the beautiful zoe we're here we're ready to rock in case you've never listened to us before where you been this is episode four
0: yeah i think Yes, it is. it is. This is episode for four, her. baby. So
1: where have you been? Oh, my brother made the note that I say baby too much, and it bugs him. Well. So shout out to my brother Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to take that note to heart, but I will acknowledge that you said it. In case you missed it, we're Warped to Remember, We're a little podcast. Two best friends talking about pop punk, all things Warped Tour, all of our sweet memes from back in the day, all the Hot Topic wristbands, all the sweaty pairs of vans, we're just living it, we're loving it, and we're picking a theme this week. In honor of the upcoming St. Paddy's Day, we'll be doing, you already read the title, I hope, drinking songs slash party
0: songs,
1: (laughs) in honor of arguably the greatest drinking holiday of the year.
0: Probably. I'm
1: stoked about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it has like religious implications, I think, right? St. Paddy's Day? I'm
1: Catholic, so I love getting drunk and pretending I'm not sad. (laughs) It's my M.O.,
0: you know, shout out to the Irish. That's like the theme, yeah. the tagline for Ireland, right? I yeah. Love getting drunk and forgetting I'm sad. Yeah. And potatoes.
1: Totally. There we go. Uh, real quick at the top, we're going to announce that we have some social media options.
0: Yeah.
1: Which I'll tag again at the end. But follow us on MySpace. Sounds like a joke. It's not. <laughs> we really do have a MySpace. We're also on Insta. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Hit us up. We're a Warped to Remember on all platforms except Twitter. We're Warped. Number two, remember, because they're fascists, and they wouldn't let us use all the letters of a word to remember, which made me very Orped mad. <laughs> so anyway, let's jump into it. Oh yes. We each picked three songs, in case you missed our normal format. We each picked three songs. We do not know what the other one picked, and we're going to jump in.
0: So our theme... Was drinking songs and party songs, and I'm gonna kick us off with, so far the most recently released song that we've had on the podcast. Oh, I um, say, I say, I say. Yes, yeah. so this was released in 2018, so it's very new. She's it's fresh. An, uh, haunt. uh and I'm just gonna go ahead and oh kick God. us off with our first drinking song. Go.
1: Go. 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 Go.
0: Good times Remedy sorrows Baptized Don't worry about tomorrow Shake it up, shake it up Now it's time to it. This is One of the Drunks by Panic at the Disco off of their newest album Pray for the Wicked
1: Damn it's all good, I guess This is
0: what it feels like When
1: you become one of the drunks This is what it feels like When you become one of the drunks for a new eye. High as the sun, bring This is what it
0: feels like you become As uh, so this came out in 2018, and I love that it's still Panic at the disco. It's basically just bread and Yuri at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was a first of all, it's a a bath of a song. Yeah. It is. It has all of probably my favorite of Panic at the Disco. My favorite highlights of it's uh, well structured. Uh, the lyrics are creative enough without being like too Panic at the Disco, where it's like too up his own ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can actually follow what he's saying. Um, the harmonies that he puts in are fantastic because he is a like objectively probably one of the best vocalists. Oh, no In doubt. In the scene. If it's not, him
1: and Patrick Stump, no doubt. Yeah, 100%. In terms of range. And I would argue Brendan's honestly top. Because, like, yeah. his... Pun intended. <laughs> Tommy Brendan. Anyway, um, because his high notes, like, make me uncomfortable.
0: Oh, they're so good. He's such a showboat, but I'm not even mad. So, it has... It has uh, Brendan Eury's fantastic singing the really awesome harmonies he does, there's brass in it. Ugh. So it's like almost we this all jam have, band. If you listen to last week's,
1: we love We're some like, brass, baby. We love some If brass. you listen to anything we've <laughs> ever we talked about, we love <laughs> brass. We love some brass. And I love ska in general, but I love some <laughs> it brass.
0: It has a little ska feeling in it, which I like. This album in general is... Uh, TBH have not listened to much of it because it's just it's new
1: and i think i'm just so turned off by this is gonna probably polarize a lot of people i'm kind of turned off by where they've gone with their fandom it's like all the tumblr teens that are really into them now i feel like i've distanced myself because i feel like if i went to a show i don't feel like i would belong at their show
0: anymore oh which has caused
1: a lot of disconnect with me like when too weird to live too rare to die came out i was totally with it i felt like it was for me it was while i was in college like hit me at a great time but um, Death of a Bachelor was borderline. I didn't listen to it as much as I thought I, I would. I loved that album. It's actually, a great but album, I found it but years I felt distanced. later. Yeah. yeah, I felt very distanced from it, and I didn't really pick it back up until after it had been out for a while. So
0: it's a like Panic is. I appreciate that they, their longevity, but they are mm-hmm. still kind of hit and miss at mm-hmm. times. Oh, and the bridge of this song though is excellent because we get this round and round, and you just you instantly like this is one of the reasons i love music it's like you instantly feel that like spinning sensation oh yeah i like felt a little drunk yeah of where it's like everything is blurry and the like you know the room won't stop moving and you're just so tanked but like you can't stop round and round and round and round, and
1: round, and round, and
0: round. The lyrics of this are very straightforward about drinking, which so it worked really yeah. well for today. <laughs> um, or- the first verse says orange juice, pour out half the carton, gray goose, pour it, get it started, good times, remedy your sorrows, baptize, don't worry about tomorrow, uh, shake it up, shake it up, now it's time to dive in, share a cup, share a cup, now you're screwdriving. Oh, my God. I hate hey, screwdrivers, hey, but I love I that. I know, but he really... Extended metaphor. Right? He really took it back. And then the the chorus is, this is what it feels like when you become one of the drunks. Uh, searching for a new high, high as the sun, uncomfortably numb. This is what it feels like when you become one of the drunks.
1: I love that. I also love Brendan's referential nature, where mm-hmm. he, like, too weird to live, too weird to die. He ripped <laughs> from Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the whole comfortably numb thing. Like, I love... <gasps> It's always kind of tucked in, and I don't think he ever parades it as his own lyrics. But I like that he himself is a very talented lyricist, but he has all those references thrown in. And the average listener, I don't think, notices. But when I do clock every now and then, I'm like,
0: You smart. Yeah, exactly. You read books, Brandon. I think to his credit, he's gotten better in time of working those in. So they mm-hmm. are... It's not as shoehorned. Yes. Because definitely in the early Panic at the Disco, it was definitely like...
1: Look, mummy, I know uh, words. A hundred percent. I took the SAT two weeks
0: ago, mummy. Yes. That's exactly what it was. I was here for it. <laughs> right. And like, it definitely serves a time and a place. We all appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're still making so much money yeah. on these records. Well, in
1: a fever, you can't sweat out. Just that whole album is such a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Every title, every song, every lyric, yeah. every syllable.
0: You mentioned something really interesting when we were listening to this, which I, I do want to bring up again, the religious imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have baptized. don't worry about it, in the first verse. And then in the second verse, we actually get um, it halfway through. It says, dancing with the demons, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, grips you like a pistol, wet the whistle, wet the whistle, a mm-hmm. piece of ice crystals. Um <laughs> But I, uh, which is interesting, and I do feel like this whole album, uh, Pray for the Wicked, I mean, obviously it's like, I don't really know where that religious, like, line came through, because I wouldn't ever say that they've necessarily, like, tackled religion head on. It is interesting, and you picked up on it, like, right away, that there's religious imagery in this, and I...
1: Well, it's so funny, because we were just talking about St. Patty's Day, Catholic guilt, drinking your sorrows. Yeah,
0: and this is definitely one of those songs where it's like... I feel like you know it's definitely like boppy and up tempo and mm-hmm. like but there is that underlying like you know if, if this is a constant for you right like, when you become one of the drunks like you know that's a that's a, like dark side there's like definitely yeah. a dark side to this like fun every day we just go out and right. we have fun and we, every weekend with your friends every weekday when it ends damn it's all good I guess.
1: Well, and I think too, pretty much a common thread through, I would argue, pretty much all their albums. Maybe not Pretty Odd, because Pretty Odd was very much its own thing. But so much, especially recently, I would say, Too Weird to Live Onward. Um, Brendan always harkens back to these, like, almost communion y mm. images and very much associating partying with like don't threaten me with a good time comes to mind i love that song Mm -hmm. which i almost picked for this and then didn't i'm glad because i didn't (laughs) want to double up on panic but um there's always this kind of partying as a form of communion and Mm. self-medicating as a form of religion kind of vibe from him interesting and i never really saw it i never really clocked it as blasphemous or anything it's just like when you're so into this lifestyle that's That's your life that, and you, you know, you take communion in a sense, in a more literal sense, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've clocked it more and more the older I get. Um, I think part of that kind of image always interested me from the get go. I mean, the, I write sins, not tragedies video is a wedding in a church and they talk about pacing the pews. Like it really carries through everything they've done. And also aesthetically, I mean, because the ballad the Mona Lisa video kind of bookends where they were with that. And like, we keep coming back to these churches and pews. And I think too, because of the sense of tradition and ceremony and ritual, I think really what we keep coming back to with all of these albums and all of these songs are the ritual of imbibing, the ritual of losing yourself and not being sober. And in a way you're losing yourself, but in also, You're, like, elevating yourself. So it's kind of... And I don't know where he stands, truly. I don't know if he's, like, pro-partying, if he's anti-partying. I think he's somewhere in the middle. I think we should all be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But there's always this sense of ritual and communion that comes into play that I've always found so interesting, not just in the lyrics, literally, but in the aesthetics of the music videos and the way that they present themselves. Like, we all worship at the altar of Brendon Urie. You know?
0: That's very beautiful and insightful. Thank you so much. I have an English degree. (laughs) Are we ready for mine? We are. What's your first pick, Rachel? So
1: I would argue that this is one of the most tradish, getting fucked up pop punk ditties, which is why I picked it. And it was actually kind of last minute. I was trying to think outside the box and go with some different options. And then I was like, you know, this will always be it for me. I got to play this. (laughs) This is Fat Lip by Song Forty One. I prefaced this song with the fact that what more iconic? pop-punk party song is there. I mean, I'm sure there's a handful. There's some greats out there. But I just so specifically love Fat Lip. It's so palpable. It's the definition of a problematic fave. But it has those iconic, the, like, punk, pop-punk opening riff, like, gets you jammed. You're in from the get-go. I love that the song is not one static thing because I think the contemporaries of Sum 41... And in, a lot of times, some forty one themselves do the like tradish punk like no 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 the whole song, Yeah. and I love this because we ebb and we flow and we build and we fall and it's so fun that way. I also just love it specifically opens with storming through the party. You're at a party, you're busting in, you're clearly at a house party, you're clearly underage, you're clearly gonna get (laughs) fucked up drunk. It's just the anthem of underage drinking for me. So this just personifies that. And then on top of all of the great party layers of like, busting through being a dick, pounding some beers in the backyard with your skating buddies, all of the lyrics following are so hysterically, generically angry. Of just like, I don't want to be a victim of your conformity. And just like all of these, like stock lines that are just so generally angry that they almost aren't even angry anymore. Because you
0: don't know us at all, we left with all
1: people fall. But what would you expect? We've got you so small. Heavy metal and bullets like is how we were raised. Made in free. We're the gods that we prayed. Gods we like having fun at other people's expense. And driving people down is just a minor offense. And instead of the perfect combo of like the punk vibes of the 2000s the 90s into the 2000s and also it's just like a fun like pounding beers in the backyard song at the same time yes and so it just personifies everything I love about pop punk partying oh god but what are your thoughts
0: yeah this is definitely the you like are in the back of somebody's pickup truck on a dirt road just like being hooligans. Yep. Just being hooligans yep. in general. Um,
1: Hanging out drinking in the back of an El Camino. Yeah,
0: right, exactly. I feel like this might have come on, like, the top 40 stations in my hometown for a while. Perhaps. Which is so interesting because, like, it is so problematic in ways. like.
1: Yeah. It's pretty major to have it on the radio waves in the way that it has been. Because yeah. so many of the lyrics are so fucked up.
0: They are. Which, my question is, like, do you think that they were being like super serious about no, no i don't think it, so like it was kind i of think like-
1: when derek gets serious you know i feel like this song is such a party song because it's kind of meant to be taken with a grain of salt yeah i mean obviously these boys are fucked up and problematic <laughs> in a in a fun way i would venture to say um and it's mostly self-deprecating humor which is so such the mo of the pop punk lead Always, yeah. all bands, even our sweet angels were like, okay, <laughs> love the self-deprecating stuff. So they're like talking shit about themselves. They're talking about how dumb they are. It feels very early Blink-182 in that respect.
0: So, because, yeah, this is off the their debut album, All Killer, No Filler, which yeah. kind of answers the question right there, which is a little like, yeah, it's all going to be great. Nothing, you know. All Killer, No Filler. But Fat Lip peaked at number one yeah. on the Billboard rock track. It did so well, which is so crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's honestly insane that it did, it had such commercial success. And then I always love, it always tickles me to my core when songs about, like, fuck the system, I don't want to be like anyone else, do so well. Because I think we said in the last couple episodes, the feeling of wanting to be your individual person and wanting to, like, be a part of something larger at the same time, like, those are all relatable things. The feeling of being frustrated and wanting to rage against them and being an us is hilariously a universal feeling so this song about like fuck the system let's drink beers and like (laughs) fuck around and like i don't want to be a victim of your like society dude it's but it's so relatable and it peaked at number one which is the it's like the opposite of what they're preaching in the song which i think is so funny
0: this is such a classic it really is a pop punk classic um musically it has all of the hallmarks of what you anticipate from a pop punk song it has the intro which is the like first couple of uh guitar chords mm-hmm. it's got the same like tempo and kind of shredding and the drums, and have the that drums. Same yeah you just like you want to kind of headbang yeah. and jump around but i do love the yeah the bridge is the uh the like random just like the wonderwall
1: acoustic guitar it in is. the middle
0: everything kind of comes down and we which just feels have... like
1: you're literally in a house party <laughs> and that dude brought the guitar and you're like are you done
0: right but it's so perfect it yeah. really like it would i i wonder if that was kind of like I hope that's what they were going. For. I hope so. That really is what it feels. It's like the electric guitar just comes out, and it's like you could just kind of if it, if Blink was doing this, this would be the moment where like they all got like on their stools, yeah, and like were well, holding the microphone like mm-hmm. really close, and mm-hmm. like you know there was a little bit of wind, and somebody had like a candle, yeah, and then they get like back to shit, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Come back in.
1: Well, and it's such a great. Breakdown I would venture I mean I use Breakdown with a lowercase b but The whole like don't count On me and then you're bored and that's all blah, 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 And it gets so mad Again all of a sudden it's so fun Don't count On me to let You know when Don't count on me I'll do it again
0: it's so great this is a this is an excellent choice do you just want to like
1: shotgun a natty light in a yes. desto somewhere you know what i mean random small town someone's okay. like super dead lawn <laughs> chugging a natty
0: light hell yeah it's definitely summer yeah. it's definitely party time hanging out drinking in the back of an el camino man yeah. fun fact
1: about me too to make it a little personal i loved this song so much um Judge me. In fifth and sixth grade, I'm an infant. We all know. But I was really into some 41 in fifth grade specifically, <laughs> which is so funny. But I was so into that. And then I watched My Name is Earl all the time. I had a huge crush on just <laughs> from Lee my whole life. Okay. This explains so much about me. What do those <laughs> okay. things have in common? El Caminos. So I was convinced for so long. I'm like, I want an orange El Camino. That's going to be my life. Yeah, I was convinced for a really long time. My mom can vouch. My dad had an El Camino. I was fixated I said, on El Caminos because I like yeah. the idea of like burnout skater dudes. Driving (laughs) Alcavinos.
0: I thought it really nice one. it was like. I'm sure he did. Burgundy,
1: but by the mid 2000s, how nice were Alcavinos? True,
0: I think he got rid of it like when I was still a small child. Yeah, but they're cool. Did you ever watch My Name Is Earl? It was a great show. (laughs) I lived in Missouri. I don't. I didn't need to like watch something that was like kind of happening near me. If that makes sense. So no. choice and i am curious to see if you know this band i think you probably do this is not their most because their other song that i might have chosen was going to be one of my honorable mentions because it's definitely like a good party song but this song is like kind of on the nose for what we're talking about okay so here it is This is Alcohol <laughs> <Okay>. by <laughs> Gogol Bordello.
1: In love with witches, and you know my head is hell. Inside by stages, yet you know I did survive. All of your lovely stages, and you know that I'll pick up. Every time you call, just do thank you one more time. Alcohol.
0: which is a gypsy rock band. Yeah, they are. That's a genre. Yeah. Right. Love that. Gypsy rock, gypsy punk rock. They're from the lower East side of Manhattan. Uh, and, uh, they were founded by Eugene Hutz. (laughs) Sorry, one more time. (laughs) Eugene Hutz. I love how you say that. (laughs) He's from the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, I'm shocked. I know, right? Really. No one could guess. Um, and he uh, obviously is the lead vocalist, acoustic guitar and percussion. The list of members of this band really looks like a ska band. It's like, um, there's a violin, there's bass, there's percussion, a lot of Hell percussion. yeah. There's more guitars. Then there's, of course, lots of backing vocals, accordions, uh, saxophones. There's apparently somebody got credited for dance. Um. <laughs> Life. And just Gold. general performance. That's my dream. Right. <laughs> like
1: you know the guy who tours with My Way Bostones? Yeah. I wanna be that for someone. Yeah. I wanna be credited on album notes as like movement.
0: Right. <laughs> for yeah, for an yeah. audio only format. Yeah. Movement.
1: Like they brought me into punch-up the song where where they really just played the song in the studio and I just danced to it and like yeah. upped their energy.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. honestly, that, like, that's a kind of real thing, though. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, so that is off of their album, Super, uh, Super Taranta, with an exclamation point. Okay. And it came out in 2007 <laughs> on One Side Dummy Records. Google Bordello played Warped many years. They, Which is
1: so funny, because I could easily see them getting like, shit thrown at them at Warped,
0: oh, and I could also see
1: them being so successful.
0: Yeah. I'm sure... I think they... They are, like, low-key, um, kind of, they're very under the radar, but they have mm-hmm. been very successful. They've been a,
1: a steady burn, I think. Yes,
0: exactly. They're out to have a good fucking time with their music. You can obviously hear that there's just so much influence from Eastern European yep. and Russian and gypsy culture sounds. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, the, the chord structure is very iconically that kind of gypsy mm-hmm. music, like... you look at the classical styles i think list went back and did a like it used a bunch of those ukrainian and hungarian gypsy sounds to create his music and then we see this obviously today in this uh all of the gogo bodelo songs so musically it's just a wash of all of those I love it. sounds and influences, you get that. This song I is a little bit slower-paced than their most popular song is Start Wearing Purple, mm-hmm. which has a really great um, kind of uh, accelerando. It gets faster as it goes, and it's just really exciting. And by the end of it, you're just like, you're throwing everything mm-hmm. around. But this one, I think, keeps that really, the song Alcohol, keeps that really kind of, again, like that almost pleading and kind of just like like slower pace Mm -hmm. which is a little bit of a long, it's a long burn. It's almost a five-minute song, but... It didn't feel long, though. It did not drag. No. I was in it. I was in it. Right, you're so there. Eugene, his vocals are, I won't say he's a great singer, but he is... He's a great
1: vocal artist.
0: He is a great (laughs) vocal artist. He's he's
1: like a really good, like, voiceover person.
0: Yes, (laughs) right? You can just hear him being, like yeah, playing all of those characters. And he really does play the characters in his songs. Like, you get this kind of, like, narration idea from him Mm -hmm. in the verses where it's, like, um, I'm so sorry sorry some of us give you a bad name. Oh, yeah, because we love you. Nothing is the same. And you get that really – that narrator vibe. But then he breaks off into, you know, this love song to alcohol, basically, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what this is of, like, you know, I – I want to quit you it's like really the like yeah. i want to quit you i don't know how to quit you no. so, mm-hmm. <laughs> to alcohol uh, it's it's a great time i'm sorry some of
1: us given you but name oh yeah because we love you nothing, nothing is the same oh yeah i miss you so every time we break up just to hit the higher note every time we make up and you
0: Ah. Yeah, this this band is definitely you're just gonna slug back some vibe. Question mark. I don't even or, think yeah. it's just like
1: you were handed it. Yep. And you yep. drank it. You drink it. It tasted vaguely foreign and you were cool with it right. and you only kinda of remember, but it was right. fun.
0: It was fun. All good fun. Everybody's I around. just feel like
1: someone's like I'd be in a giant room like Gothic interior design but Victorian at the same time and then someone's like ancient grand Eastern European grandmother hands me like a bunch of grappa and you're like that doesn't even align with their culture and just like drink it drink you're it like, okay <laughs> yeah. Wow Absolutely.
0: yeah what are your thoughts what are your other thoughts? Oh my this? god so fucking
1: <laughs> blown away well so it instantly sounds to me this is gonna be so specific. everyone listening is gonna pull over in your car. I'm assuming you're driving. (laughs) Pull over. Google all of these things. And then tell me I'm right. It's Old Number Seven by Double Makes Three. Had a baby with... The drinking song from The Great Comet, specifically Josh Groban's The Great Comet. Oh, okay. Do you know that's not, it's like, it's this whole big drinking song and they all dance and it's a whole European thing. It. So it's that plus Double Mix 3, Old Number 7, plus Mama by My Chemical Romance.
0: Ooh. And they yes. all had a baby yes. with
1: Repo, the genetic opera. <laughs> it's a lot of refs, I know. Roll with me, listeners. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's all of those things combined. It, I just feel it in my bones. Plus the I humping mime from that Panic and Cisco <laughs> video.
0: Just to seal it. So yeah. He's the dance. He's the general he's performance. The, mm-hmm. That's credited. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that was a whirlwind. I feel awesome. I feel like I wanna start performing burlesque with a troop of minds and like,
0: you know, just live my yeah. life. Yeah. Absolutely. It yeah, when I listen to that song, it I really do feel like I'm gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Because like there's a whole real weird world out there that I am, you know, I can yeah. always be a part of.
1: I also feel like this lead singer would be a character in American Gods. percent oh, He should 10,000% be on season two of American Gods, and he should also be on Good Omens. <laughs> I have Neil Gaiman vibes from this guy. I bet Amanda Palmer's friends with them. Oh, because, like, sure. gypsy, punk, gypsy Punk and Punk Cabaret, they're meant to yes. tour together. Yeah.
0: If they haven't, like, Y'all need to get on that because it's a missed opportunity so far. I'm sure. So yeah, so that's alcoholic Google Badalo. Thank you so much. Go check them out. I'm going
1: to fucking blast their shit nonstop for at least three weeks
0: now. It is fun. Wow.
1: So this next song, I tried and I tried. I tried to Google and see if this performer ever went to Warped. I don't think so. But I'm using my Hall Pass because it's such a vibe. I would easily put it on playlists and compilations with all of these Warped songs and I want some female representation and you've been so diligent about female rep and I have not. So I'm using my past to bring up one of my favorite gals in the world. This is Let's Leave by Ida Maria. I live for her. I worship her. I've loved her since... As long as I can remember. This is um, off of her second album called Katla. And her first album, she actually did really well. So, Ida Maria is was born in Norway. And she taught herself how to play guitar and started performing in local bars when she was 14. Amazing. She's 34 now. She's killing the game. She has some great fucking albums out there. She found some pretty instant success off of her first album. Her first album is called Fortress Around My Heart. And the single, Oh My God, You'll Probably Know, um, it was used in like a million like trailers for YA adaptations and shit in the (laughs) mid-2000s. Oh My God, it's a really fun song about just being overwhelmed and being over it. Um, But Kotla, I think, is a little more of a mature sound. She's more into her adulthood. And part of why I picked this is because I think it's a great kind of follow-up to what I picked already which is some 41 because some 41 is very much the like let's get drunk we're 16 or 17 in someone's backyard whereas i think let's leave is like i'm an adult woman in my 20s but i still don't know how to hold my alcohol perfectly well (laughs) which is very relatable nice so lyrics to this i'll just pick a couple select but I love the lyrics of this and I think the narrative of this song is so funny. So the song opens with, let's leave, the music hurts my ears. Let's leave, the party's out of beer. Let's leave, I'm seeing two of you. Let's leave, I think that's my cue. So it kicks off as like a, we're at that point in the night. We're a little spinny. There's definitely two of my boyfriend right now. I'm confused. <laughs> but what I love about this song is it keeps going and it seems so innocent of like, I'm over it, let's leave. We've had enough of this party. And then the lyrics reveal like, she broke someone's guitar. She threw a drink in someone's face. Turns out he owns the place. I love that. One of my favorite <laughs> lyrics. Um, She is, like, causing all of this havoc, is basically getting kicked out of the bar, and she's like, no, we should leave. That's my cue. And you're like, babe, it was your cue two hours ago. <laughs> right. There's also, I feel like we should let the listeners know, there's currently a thunderstorm happening in Los Angeles, which never happens. So if you hear rumblings in the background, that's what it is. Yep. But anyway, so I love the song. I think it's so funny. It's one of those beautiful, self-aware, yet not at all self-aware songs. And I think that's part of the charm of it. Um, and it's just relatable. Like, Fat Lip is is very much like high school backyard. Let's Leave is very much like mid-20s, bar with your boy f- house party that you shouldn't have gone to yes. instead. It's very much the, like... Postgraduate, <laughs> adult equivalent, which is why I picked it. <laughs> and I don't think she's played Warped ever. I wish she would have. She's so great. But I think she just fits the vibe. I mean, I already said yeah. that. I, I would happily throw her on a playlist. There are so many of her songs that I would love to bring up in future episodes if it fits. Because I played a little bit for Zoe of I Eat Boys Like You for Breakfast. That's also off Katla. I love that song. Um, oh My God still holds up. I still throw it on playlists to this day. That was her like OG single that really put her on the map um and she's torn worldwide all the time to this day she's just crushing it and she's completely self-made and i love her so
0: what are your thoughts i yes i've never heard of her and i am so mad i feel like i've been sleeping on her because she's great like from the get-go i was just like i'm into it she i don't know if it's just this song or maybe it's this Ooh wow. there's some really beautiful
1: i feel like we're in the haunted mansion at disneyland
0: yeah <laughs> um wow she this feels like if Regina Specter was going to be the lead singer of a pop punk band. Like mm-hmm. this is what I would imagine it to be. Like it's um funny and clever mm-hmm. uh vaguely european like fa- Regina. Like, yeah, it has like that little bit of like a yeah. there's just like an extra something something cuz it does it like it definitely follows all of like, those great hallmarks of a good pop punk party song
1: oh yeah i didn't even get to that part of why i picked it too is it has my two favorite things not just for pop punk but for drinking songs which is chanting and clapping yes and we have both and i love that yeah yeah like the hey hey is so satisfying and then the little claps
0: absolutely because that's what you want to do like when you've had a couple drinks and you're in like a party scene with people and you're like really feeling yourself like you want to like have a chorus of something together or like start clapping like that's like every drunk person's favorite thing to do which is like start making noise
1: yeah um and i think any good drinking song throughout (laughs) culture throughout history involves a bunch of people shouting and chanting together yes
0: right which is so great because i think swaying it's the
1: communal ritual kind of thing exactly like our brendan urie stuff you know exactly
0: full circle pulling it all together yeah, I love that. This. this was great. I'm definitely gonna check her out. Um, I'm so excited because I just I'm I'm super into this. this. Was a great song. I own two of her albums. If you want them, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna hit you up for those. Those are great. <laughs> so this is my last pick Mm -hmm. and for all of you who have been like why have you not been playing these songs from the beginning now here's your chance to listen to what you've probably all expected us to play This is Drunken Lullabies by Flogging Molly. A life
1: for to
0: Gotta get that Irish in there, of course. Happy St.
1: Paddy's, Bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, so this was released on their 2002 album. Uh, they are an Irish-American punk band. Their lead singer, Dave, is from Dublin. Dave. Dave King. You, you know, know the, the last... iconic <laughs> Irish name. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Kind of is. Ooh, oh, Davey, Davey boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Moira. I know. <laughs> oh, the pipes. The pipes. pipes. calling. Um so this is a, this is probably arguably uh, Floggy Molly's most famous song And their best song oh, Yeah, definitely It's such a great uh, it's, I'm, I just don't even like I don't even know where to start Basically because It's so iconic Of mm-hmm. what you want from Irish Celtic I guess they're technically called I Celtic I want to Park. chug a
1: beer And then immediately Throw the pinecloths on the ground
0: Yeah, absolutely It's from It's off the album of the same name too I should say Drunk Lullabies, and it's Like, the they knew this first. was it. Oh, yeah. They knew this
1: was the single. It's
0: the first song on the album. They're like, this is this is the one it's going to do. Um,
1: what a way to kick off an album. I hope they open with this when they tour it, too. But I'm sure they save it as, like, a finale. But how fun would that be?
0: It's just such a... I mean, you get... All of the, you've got the fiddle in there, the guitars are really strong. Yeah. It's you are jumping the entire time. Mm-hmm. The guitars. Oh, this is.
1: Flogging like, Molly like invented the pogo. Yeah, like right, the, yeah. up and down, arms at the sides. Like my obliques would hurt after every concert I ever went to because I would just dead ass pogo for like three hours. Oh, yeah. And have the time of my damn life. Oh, yeah. And Flogging Molly is totally one of those bands. Yep. No doubt.
0: Oh, yeah. This is, it like, again, like this, and all of the the lyrics of this song actually, I think, really kind of capture all of the songs we've talked about tonight because it's a lot of hearkening back to Irish lore. Mm-hmm. But then there's also like a fair amount of um, some religious Catholic imagery mm-hmm. involved in this song. And then really at the end, it's. Um, the last couple of lines are because we find ourselves in the same old mess singing drunken lullabies so it's that at the end we go through all of these
1: they're the epitome of the like four ancient dudes wasted (laughs) singing a ditty after closing time like can you leave absolutely but in the best way
0: right exactly like it's uh yeah this whole song it's by the end of it you're just all together it's that community so we have that religious aspect again and then we have this big community that comes together we you know you get through everything like this song again has that like i said the irish lore but it's also got it talks about you know we starve on crumbs and through these bars made of steel and uh I sit and dwell on faces past. Yeah. You know, so it's all like you get that kind of narrative of in the bar scene with like everybody swapping stories and. That you're all in the pub and you're just like, you're talking about the old days and you're telling those like great old stories that everybody's heard a million times and you just all just get obliterated drunk. And by the end of it, you're just all friends and somebody got punched in the night, but they're probably okay. They were buds right after. Exactly. Like every, you know, somebody bought them a pint and they're great. And it's just, it is a drinking song. Yeah.
1: Well, and I love the, um, the old, and I say old with an E at the end. Like the ye old, like drinking vibe of we earned this. There's like the inherent like I suffered to be here and I earned my pint. Mm-hmm. And then there's the inevitable follow-up question of are your problems because you drink, or do you drink because you have
0: problems? Mm-hmm.
1: And the answer to both of those questions is yes. yes. Which mm-hmm. is why I love it.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Which feels inherently Catholic to me. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly right and that's at the end of the day aren't we just supposed to be and
1: just guilty? it just feels inherently saint patty's as well which is great because this is going to come out in time for that yeah. i yeah i'm so glad you picked it what a song what a joy i am sad we did not pick Dropkick murphy's spoiler alert my next song is not that <laughs> but i'm stoked we got some repping in there yeah oh
0: yeah and it's so good
1: So, my next song, all I will say is, bear with me on this. And no, I'm not trolling you.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's all I want. What an in intro. Either.
1: Gonna have a house party in my house. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, party! Thursday, Friday, Saturday, party! This is House Party by 303, bitch. <laughs> hey. Sunday, better find somebody else. So for one day, I don't have to clean up after myself. Everybody say fuck the club. Fuck the club. Fuck the club. Fuck the club. Say, fuck the club. Fuck the club. I'm not going out. Everybody say fuck the club. 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 I'll be getting love in my house. So here's the thing, you guys. <laughs> I Either I feel like there's two schools of thought here. Well, there's technically three. Either you're me, you're like me, rare in this instance, where you just legitimately love three hundred three.
0: I don't think that's our listeners. Rachel's love for three hundred three is pure and true. She so like is genuinely enjoys their music. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think our, I think the bulk of our listeners are two schools of thought. Either you know who they are and they, you think they're fucking ridiculous. Or you have never heard of them and you're traumatized and you have no idea why I picked this. So I'll explain. (laughs) 303 are a rap rock duo from Boulder, Colorado. They met in grad school. I think they're both like actually super smart. It's like. Which is wild. I forget what they were studying. Yeah. 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 Chester French. They're very much like the Chester French Vampire Weekend. Like they met at at college and they did something really smart, but then did dumb shit. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned, which honestly just blew my fucking mind, Three, you wanted The Lonely Island to be featured on this. And I'm like, wait. That explains so much because I so unironically love The Lonely Island, always have, always will. I had a Lazy Sunday t shirt that I bought at Hot Topic when I was a child. Nice. And 303 is very much yeah. like dirtier, yes. less funny. Yeah. Lonely it, Island? They're like, Lonely Island is like the,
0: the parody of 303 yeah. somehow.
1: And yet 303 is the parody of the long-term. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's um, just
0: because that lead singer's voice in 303 sounds exactly like Andy Samberg when he's trying to be Shawn, this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Sean totally sounds like Andy Samberg doing a rap song. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I love 303. I first discovered them off of the 2008 Warped compilation because Punk Bitch was on it. <laughs> And their album Want was huge. I followed them on MySpace. I followed them on YouTube. I did the deepest dive of all of their videos. I like waited when they were, they would like amp up all of these. Like, we're releasing the video in three days, and I'd get so fucking amped and I'd like rush home to watch it. I love them, and they are the definition of a problematic fave. But I think a lot like Blink182, which we mentioned in an older episode, is that they're always kind of in on the joke. Like I said, like they're smart dudes. They're book smart dudes. They're street smart dudes to an extent, I guess. (laughs) But they're like nerds who met in college and were like, let's do this fucking rap thing. And I feel like they're always inherently kind of in on the joke because they do rap and they do mean what they're saying a lot of the time. But they also know that they're two white dudes from Colorado. Like they're never trying to be anything other than who they are, which Mm -hmm. is like two dudes who party who met in Boulder. And I love that. But anyway, this song specifically, House Party, is off of their, I guess it's technically their second album but i would call it their third they had um my actually favorite song by 303 is electroshock which is off their very very first um release which was just the self-titled 303 in 2007 um fucking love electroshock fucking love don't dance they still slap i'm not sorry but that was um, their old shit. Then they did Want. Want is where they found a lot of commercial success. That's the do the hell Keller and talk with your Hip" song that everyone thinks is offensive. Which is very offensive. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I'm sorry, a bob. They're a problematic fave. They're a problematic fave. Um, so Want was when they started to do Warp Tour for the most part. They also collaborated with Katy Perry, who was at Warped at the same time. They eventually collaborated with Kesha, my queen. Um, so I love them. I stand them. This song in particular is off of Streets of Gold which is their second or third album, depending on who you ask, came out in 2010. I was in high school. It just equals partying to me. And so house party itself, I think is hilarious because it's like, honestly relatable. Yeah. It's like, fuck the DJs. They never play my shit. Fuck the clubs. I hate people. I'm gonna have a house party. Shitload of people are gonna show up. We're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna play my own fucking shit. And then I'm gonna kick everyone out in the morning and it's gonna be great and you party every day and they overuse the fucking horn in it so many times <laughs> i think it's so funny it's borderline parody but i fuck with it and it gets me revved up and it makes me want to like chug a mixed drink of questionable origin
0: yes this you know, is jungle like, juice i used
1: to drink power zero <sighs> blue with sky vodka that was my drink of choice in, in high school because i was convinced that um I was replenishing the electrolytes. I was, like, preventing the hangover oh, at the same no. time, which I kind of was. I kind of was. But it was specifically Blue Powerade Zero, because I was, like, no calories. Oh, my God. And then I'd put Sky Vodka in it, and this song embodies me drinking that. Yes. Is yes. so specific. Mm. So it's yes. a real personal song, if you couldn't tell already, and that's why I picked it. But I also think it's a generic, hilarious party song. And if you are fucked up enough, you'll rage to this. Even the biggest 303 naysayers will rage to this if they're inebriated enough, which, to me means it embodies the ideal party song. Um, but please give me your thoughts.
0: My god. No, this is absolutely if jungle juice could be put into song <laughs> form, that's what this is. Mm-hmm. This is you like get your solo cup and you just stick your hand in that cooler and you pray. You pray. But it does not gonna turn out well for you. I <laughs> I think you turned this on and I laughed for like a good thirty seconds. Yeah like non stop.
1: That's why I said you've like you gotta brace yourself, you gotta bear with me on this.
0: <laughs> I have. I somehow haven't heard this song. I've definitely heard three or three many times, but I missed this song. But I agree. I mean, they they definitely just like went out there being like, we're gonna be. I they knew they were gonna get ridiculed, but they like leaned into it hard mm-hmm. and well. And the funniest were thing successful. is like, they're fucking unironically huge in Colorado. Of course, my they are. best friend <laughs> went
1: to high school in Colorado and she saw them live, and I was so jealous. And it was like electric like all all of her stories about it were like yeah whatever it was a cool concert but like everyone was so into it and they're so huge with the like burnout white kids in boulder it makes oh total God. sense so i think they kind of knew they'd get shit but i think they also don't care and i think they do actually have a dedicated fan base who like unironically give a shit about them and they're still releasing music they're constantly releasing albums like they have current shit
0: yeah it's a. Uh... I, yeah, this, absolutely, this was definitely a, a perfect <laughs> song for today. Like, this is what, if you if you go to a house party for the St. Patty's Day, this is going to be your experience of yeah. just, like, you're going to have a really good time. You're going to get real hammered. Please be safe getting home. Take yeah. an
1: Uber. Uber or crash on a friend's couch. Stay hydrated. Yeah. But let's get weird
0: this <laughs> But you get to stay March. in. You get to, like, the thing I loved about house parties in college, um was by the by the time I was a senior and we were my the apartment I lived in was at the top of a house and we threw almost all of the parties mm-hmm. and but by the by like senior year when we were starting to those parties like I would just roll out of whatever was like most comfortable just like would not give a fuck it was just fun like everybody showed up like everybody had a good time and that's what I feel like this this song is it just really is just yeah. like
1: it's a hot mess in the best way yeah and it's part of why I love Kesha too. I mean, she's obviously evolved as an artist, but she and 303 collabed on a couple different songs. I love all those songs to this day. And she very much was like glitter trash. And I think 303 is the boy equivalent of glitter trash. Yep. And that's why I love them. Yeah. And also, nice. Nat, Sean, if anyone listening knows them, or if Nat and Sean are listening, hit a girl up. I'm single, <laughs> I'm around. <laughs> I'm kind of normal. <laughs> I'm fun. Hit me up. Oh my god. Excellent.
0: I mean, any uh, honorable mentions from oh, today?
1: Oh, yeah. I have to close my laptop because it's dying. Let me pull out my phone. Um, my so I waffled on a lot of these songs because I kept switching out the 303 one and trying to pick something more respectable. And I was like, no, I'm going to be true to myself. But uh, honorable mention that genuinely almost was my pick today was I'll Drink to That by the Mind Mighty, Mighty Bostones. Nice. I love the My Mighty, Mighty Bostones. They're Bostonians, obviously. I just associate them with like getting drunk at an Irish pub. And the song I'll Drink to That, the lyrics are really funny. And it's literally just like his life's falling apart and he finds this dive bar and like that's exactly what he needs in his life. But the funniest part about this whole song is you really can't tell what they're saying in the lyrics. It's very not. It 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 does not make sense. It sounds like he's just generally kind of shouting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, isn't that the best drunk song ever? Because it just literally <laughs> sounds like he's drunk. It sounds like you're drunk. You don't know what's going on. Right. But at the core of it, you know it's about drinking. And that's enough. So that was one of my honorable mentions. I also love um, Bowling for Soup. Another deep cut. Rachel loves Bowling for Soup. Uh, Met the Late Singer. Highlight of my life. Um, but they have an adorable song called Hooray for Beer.
0: off of their sorry
1: for partying album and it's just this like very purposefully cheesy love song that is about beer and how much he loves beer and then my other my last honorable mensch is party poison by my chemical romance but the lyrics of it are actually inherently a non-party song yeah Yeah. which is why i didn't pick it and i also felt like i love the japanese in it but it's a little stressful and it didn't vibe with my saint patty's vibes So I didn't pick it, but, oh, and one more, sorry, one more. It's not a drinking song. It just revs me the fuck up and I'll probably pick it for another episode down the line. So maybe we'll cut this. I don't know. But the downfall of us all by a day to remember is such a good fucking good song and it revs me up every time. And it makes me want to like crush a like drinking game and like kill it. And then everyone at the party is like cheering for me. Like that's the vibe I get when I listen to that song and a day to remember or like, Some of the best examples in all of music history of, like, good chanting. (laughs) And I love a chant. That's also why I picked that 303 song. Is the call and response and the air horns (laughs) just are perfect. So those are mine. Sorry. Please, your turn.
0: (laughs) I really only have one um, for today that was, like, specifically that I uh, thought kind of fit into... The drinking side of things, although it's really not about drinking at all, but it's a uh, wine red by the hush sound. I don't think I know that one. It's, so it's uh, honestly, it's has a, it's like a big religious allegory. The whole song. Whoa, we yeah. got
1: very religious this. I the know. It did and not, the Lion
0: wasn't even on. It. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't like anticipating. Like I really the the lyric with the wine red is the sea is rain rain. The sea is wine red. And I just always have that image in my head. That's
1: of, uh, Dante, isn't it?
0: Huh? That's a Dante reference. I oh, think. yeah, exactly. So it's like.
1: Because there's actually like the human eye saw color differently mm-hmm. back in the day. And so there's all of these like early recorded text analogies and imagery of like wine red ocean because mm. they like couldn't process blue. Wow. It's like a real thing. I swear to God. Look no, it no, I learned no, it in it. college. Yeah. But the the ocean being wine red, I think, is specifically it. It's either Dante or it's something like... It's like super early recorded texts. Like, it was an oral history thing that got recorded later that we study in English and shit. But, like, it, I'm too dumb to know exactly. But it, I had no it's, idea, a, it's a so. literary ref, for sure. Nice.
0: The, the song by The Hush Sound, I mean, I just have been listening to it since I was a small child. And mm-hmm. so it's... Um, I did, would, had no idea, but I was looking at the lyrics today, and it is very uh, religious the whole time. So I was like, it "Doesn't quite fit." It Even might though be we had like Dante's Inferno, I'm, I'll Google probably it, which but... was really cool. I had no idea, um, but that is off of their uh, off of their album. I think of Vines, like Vines, their second full length album, um, and uh, yeah, it's a it's. Pretty typical, the hush sound. Uh, some good kind of piano punk music, but um, yeah, that was really the only other honorable mention I had. I clearly got too into it. Before. No, i would. there. And I'm me, gonna think of
1: a million songs next week that I'll be kicking myself over. But
0: well, this was kind of I'm a, happy with what I picked. It was kind of a hot, like it was a hard theme in that I honestly think for the most part the pop punk scene of the like middle 2000s really didn't have too many songs that were like straight up about drinking yeah i think a
1: lot of the like og early warped like what we're covering in our history episodes like no effects yeah deftones kind of vibes there's a lot of like let's get fucked up and get angry and like jump around but i think we kind of left that we got a little flowery we got a little more poetic in
0: the 2000s exactly like i Honestly, there really weren't, there aren't too many songs that are so just, like, cut and dry. Cut and dry
1: specifically about, about drinking. drinking.
0: Or even about, like, drugs. It's definitely, they're definitely in there. I mean, the used, I think, like, any yeah. song Burt McCracken Well, there's writes. always
1: some, like, low-key refs that we didn't catch when we were 12. Exactly. Well, <laughs> but, right. yeah, there's no, like, outward, like, let's drink yes. beer other than, like, Bowling for Soup and, like, right. cute dad band. Which,
0: exactly. So that was when I was trying to f- think of the songs I wanted to choose. It was a little tricky in that. Because a lot of the songs that I would maybe like get pumped up to go to a party, I didn't think like quite fit for this. So that's so I don't really have that many honorable mentions. But I think these were all great choices. If you're celebrating St. Patty's Day this year, you should listen to these choices. And also tell us your choices for your great drinking songs. Sound off on on social media. Yes. Rachel, do you want to remind us again where we you can find us? Yeah, online?
1: we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and MySpace, yeah. bitch. You heard right. <laughs> um, also, shout out to my brother. I didn't say baby as much, but I said bitch even more, which probably annoyed you more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're at a warped to remember all one word on Instagram and on Facebook, and you can also just search a warped to remember. Normally, it'll come up on Facebook, and then on Twitter, we're warped number two remember because Twitter. Sucks and won't let us use more characters in our username. I highly recommend that you check out MySpace. It's a very different uh, vibe now and a very different interface. That's very confusing to me. But I would be absolutely (laughs) tickled if anyone followed us on MySpace. That would be hilarious. Right.
0: Uh, But that would
1: involve you making a MySpace. So
0: (laughs) yeah, you know, if you really want to harken back to what it was really like to be in 2004, go find your old MySpace. Fucking put us on your top eight.
1: Oh my God! Please friend us. We have like no friends on MySpace.
0: (laughs) Just and Justin Top is still a thing. I, what is?
1: Top 8 is still top a thing. Ed-
0: wow. They yeah, really they like completely
1: changed the layout, but that's still a thing. Man.
0: All right. Mm. Well, tell Justin Timberlake that he should be on our Top 8, obviously. Yeah, and it. tell Nat
1: and Sean from 303 to go <laughs> out with me. There you go. If Those are the only takeaways from today. <laughs> and also, like, every pop punk song is Catholic,
0: question mark? Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get into a religious episode at some point, because wow. Yeah.
1: So allegorical. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, be safe this holiday season.
1: Stay hydrated. Don't drink and drive. I recommend crossfading so you don't get hungover, but only with (laughs) cannabis. Don't do hard drugs.
0: (laughs) Those are our PSAs for today. Thank you for joining us. On a work to remember. Bye.
1: How many minutes have we been recording, and I've referenced my metaphorical boner (laughs) twice? You're welcome, Mom.